everyone, my name is John. Welcome back to another episode. Today I have a fun one, and this is gonna be about the podcast episode that was released yesterday, I believe, uh, about James Aspie, who is a vegan activist, who went on one of the biggest podcasts on the planet. And this is really cool news for you know the movement in general, and I think it really uh, is something that I can talk on a little bit more and discuss with you guys because there's so many benefits to these things happening uh, around the world. And also, uh, I wanna talk about some of the things that were talked about in that podcast, uh, such as Logan Paul trying out the vegan diet and ultimately failing because of losing too much weight. And he's questioning whether or not it is possible to maintain and build muscle on a plant-based diet. So I'm gonna go into a, a few different topics and just uh, improvise this whole thing. Um, usually when I, I'm doing these podcasts, I'm not really having bullet points or scripting anything. It's just everything is like from the top of my head. And that makes it more enjoyable, more authentic, and it's a new medium for me. I've never done this before, so uh, bear with me a little bit uh, while I progress in the skill of podcasting. But regardless, welcome. Thank you for joining me today. And let's just start off by acknowledging the impact that a mainstream uh, channel or podcast can have on anything, uh, especially in terms of people's awareness. And the Impulsive podcast is a podcast created by Logan Paul, who has been one of the most like popular uh, and mainstream YouTubers for the last, I don't know, like three, four years or so. And I, you know, I watched his stuff uh, back in the day and his creativity is through the roof. He is a really smart, intelligent guy. And he really knows his stuff when it comes to social media, when it comes to <laughs> plugging his merch, making money, building a team. And he his impact has been tremendous on the social media front. Now, I would say that it's not uh, something for me, uh, especially his videos. His podcasts, on the other hand, are amazing and it's more uh, targeted through, uh, to grown-up people. Uh, however, his videos have always seemed to be a little bit more for... Uh, teenagers, and I think I would have enjoyed them a lot back when I was like 15, 16, 17, um, even 18. Uh, so I think uh, he definitely has that demographic down. And as we know, social media and in particular YouTube, the audience is, uh, you know, pretty young. Like all the mainstream YouTubers that you see, even, you know, grown-ups grown like Casey Neistat, who is, I believe, uh, you know, almost 40 years old, uh, even these people have a very, very big young following, uh, you know, from ages 10 to uh, 15. And whenever these guys go to events and um, to meetups, you see the crowds lining up and they're always super young. So I understand uh, how social media uh, works. I understand that you have to target the young people to make your uh, channel mainstream and very popular. And that is also why... I realized that, you know, stuff like veganism or uh, social justice stuff or just anything more serious, even health and fitness, it's really hard to go mainstream and break into that uh, mainstream kind of level because it's just not what the mainstream wants. And that is why I know that my channel will not be, uh, you know, mainstream because I talk a lot about health and things that, you know, is a pain in the ass for people to apply in real life. 
and most people just want to you know be entertained have a laugh and just chill and that's okay but it also uh, creates the the, <clears throat> the problem that you know there is all all these eyes and ears on social media but uh, not that many are willing to listen to the important issues that we can use social media to uh, you know uh, better the world in so many ways so uh, I know that all these serious topics and issues are becoming more and more popular as people who are very native to social media are growing up and becoming older. So there is definitely more interest and intrigue around serious topics that can actually help the planet move forward. Not that entertainment and uh, comedy is bad. I think it's a, an amazing thing. It's an amazing escape. I use it myself. I watch these um, you know, mindless entertaining videos time to time. Um, but it's just not something that I want to spend my whole time doing. And the the cool thing about Logan is that, you know, he's gone through a lot of things and, uh, you know, a lot of criticism after uh, the video that he filmed uh, when he was in Japan, I believe, and he filmed a uh, corpse from a person who just killed himself or something. I didn't really look into it, but that's what I heard. Um, regardless, he has gone through a lot of, uh, you know, conflicts and um, a lot of drama online and I think that is why he's taken a step back in terms of mindless entertaining on YouTube and taken more of a focus on podcasts where he dives a little bit deeper and does actually talk about these uh, social issues and things that we can improve um, the world with. So that's amazing. Big thumbs up to Logan Paul from me. Uh, seems like a great dude. And he recently, uh, along with his team, had James Aspie on board. And I gotta say that the podcast was amazing. Uh, I didn't know what to expect because all I've known from Logan Paul was just mindless entertainment. So I was really surprised that he was willing to bring James Aspie on board and talk about veganism. So I listened to the podcast on my way back from Amsterdam uh, yesterday and it was a really good one. Uh, James really went uh, you know, in depth. He really talked about step-by-step -step what animals go through from the time they're brought into existence, um, you know, and, you know, raised and ultimately slaughtered and all the methods used um, in general for farming. And Logan was also talking a lot about how he's experimented with the vegan diet. And I think a lot of his co-hosts uh, also did that with him. And Logan seemed to, um, you know, be he seemed not to have gotten the benefits that he was wishing he would get from the vegan diet. And that is why he hasn't really, um, you know, uh, kind of found it th uh, that helpful for his personal goals. So he, uh, in the podcast, said that he was really going into it for uh, health purposes and uh, not so much the ethical side of things. So when James was really describing the step-by-step -step processes that these um, you know, animals go through, these sentient beings go through, it really lit up uh, a lot of uh, the co-hosts and Logan as well. Uh, you know, he kept mentioning how uh, the description and the kind of like the, the vivid images that the words James were using, like, you know, uh, throat slitting and all these, you know, actual factual things that happen to these animals. When he talked about those things, um, Logan was really affected by it, and it's a it's a good reminder to to you know realize that these 
things, these ethical issues really do help a lot with, you know, getting the full picture out there, right? Because we can talk health all day, we can talk about the environment all day, but it's really important to know exactly what happens step by step for those animals to finally arrive at your plate. So he really, like, uh, James really did a good job uh, explaining everything. He wasn't aggressive, he wasn't um, you know, pushy with it. He was really raw and honest and, and it didn't hold anything back. He managed to get all of the processes out there, all of the, uh, inside jobs that goes on in, uh, the animal industry in a very friendly and not intimidating way, which is amazing. And it's one of the best skills that he has, I think, and why he's so popular and a lot of people like him is because he's able to communicate with such, um, you know, ease and he's really efficient at doing it, and he is a very relatable person. You know, he is. Uh, he seems just like a you know you're a friend that you want to be around all the time and you know have a beer with or something. You know, it's a lot of people will relate to his personality because he doesn't seem like the militant, uh, more hippie, um, you know, stereotypical vegan. Which you know there is nothing wrong of being that, but in order to relate to the most amount of people on the mainstream, I think it's a really good idea to have someone like James Aspie on board to talk about these things in a chilled, laid-back fashion, but still extremely factual and to the point. So, now I, I think uh, the, the thing that I want to cover real quick is that uh, Logan uh, was actually saying that he is going to go back to being vegan. He wants to be a vegan. He doesn't know when it's going to happen, but he does want to stick with it. And he admitted that he didn't do it from an ethical standpoint or he didn't even consider the ethical uh, side of things when going for it. And that when he felt bad while doing it, that, you know, he was going through some emotional things and maybe his mental health wasn't optimal either. And as we know, when our mental health isn't optimal, it doesn't matter what you do, you're going to feel like crap anyway. Now, he had a nutritionist doing everything for him and he was training, he said, five hours a day, which is insane. So, you know, if you're doing it for health and, and looking to have, you know, whole foods into your diet all the time, it's going to be really challenging getting enough calories to maintain the energy burned from, you know, working out five hours a day. It's insane, right? So we need processed foods in order to do that. Like Michael Phelps, uh, we know that he was eating like 10,000 calories and loads of that came from pizza, fried chicken. Uh, burgers, pasta, and that kind of stuff. It's not coming from leafy greens and legumes. And I, I guess there is a way to do it on uh, solely whole plant foods as well, but you got to eat a lot of fats, a lot of nuts and seeds uh, to bump up the calories, right? So there is a way to do it in a healthier way as well. But if, if your only goal is performance and, you know, getting in the calories, I think eating a lot of processed foods can help with that. And I'm not sure that he, um, you know, realized that or the, the nutritionist was taking into account all these factors. But, you know, I know for a fact that if I spent just two weeks with Logan and went to the gym with him, did the same workout with him, and he ate exactly what I ate for two weeks, that he would not have a problem, um, you know, with weight loss or energy or anything like that. Because, you know, I know how I feel. I know how easy it is to gain weight on a vegan diet. It's actually way easier to gain weight than lose weight for me because I know about caloric density comes. It's second nature to me. I don't have to worry about these things. So I think that if he followed a similar protocol, he would get 
the the same or very similar results and it's not just me there is a lot of uh vegan athletes and bodybuilders and uh people uh you know fighting at a high level in the ufc and uh, different uh, you know sports so it's not an issue i do believe there is a way for everyone to do it it's difficult in the beginning it takes a long time to get this stuff down i mean i've been doing it for four years and you know he did it for four months so um, you know, it does take some time to adjust and to uh, learn how to get in the calories and how to feel good on a vegan diet because there are a million different ways to doing this diet and there is no such thing as a one-size-fits-all. It has to be uh, specified to your personal needs. So I think uh, it's possible that, um, you know, he is going to be talking more about veganism, which is amazing. I mean, like he's getting... Uh, I think the, the podcast was released yesterday and it has already 200,000 views, which is amazing. It's going to get over a million views for sure, uh, especially when you include all the audio downloads from Apple, iTunes, uh, Spotify, all these other podcast platforms as well. So it's definitely going to get millions of views and, and listens. And that is such a big win for the movement because all we need is awareness, right? We're not trying to get people to go vegan on the spot. We're trying to plant seeds and open people's eyes to the idea that, you know, a plant-based diet is possible for health, for fitness, for the environment, and that, uh, you know, eating animal products does have a lot of negative side effects uh, for health. And also, most of all, uh, has a cruel uh, practice attached to the uh, meat that you're consuming that many, many people have no idea about, right? So whether people want to eat meat or not, it's up to them, but they need the information and need to know exactly what the process is. And I think that if people understood the process and actually saw it in real life with their own eyes and had to do things themselves and kill these animals themselves when they could have instead just had a Beyond Meat burger at Veggie Grill, I think a lot of people would open their eyes uh, and you know really go for the plant-based alternative rather than choosing the meat every single time. So um, I think any uh, mainstream uh, platform that talks about veganism is great. Even if they're talking badly about it, at least it uh, generates a lot of conversation and intrigue and interest. And the Logan Paul, James Aspie podcast was really positive. I mean, these guys were very open to everything. They were, it seemed like they've done uh, a lot of the homework. They had some arguments and questions that James just, answered with uh, 100% fluency and confidence and he was very factual with all of the statistics and everything that related to veganism which you know he didn't mess up one single time which is fantastic and Logan and his co-hosts were very impressed by how he spoke and how chill he was and uh, how much sense everything that James talked about uh, made in their heads. So the thing that I kept thinking about when I saw this podcast, it's like, wow, like these people really didn't need to make a video or a podcast about veganism, especially when they knew the host or the, the guest was going to be uh, this full on and uh, so passionate about the topic. I mean, James took a whole year uh, of vow of silence, so he didn't speak for a whole year to represent uh, the silence of the animals and that they can't communicate with humans and and uh, ask for help and share their pain and suffering with us. So they knew that what they were go going into, they knew it. So, um, you know, 
they could have just had someone like a gamer on, which you know they've they they will have and everything, and and they do focus a lot on entertainment and talking a lot of shit, which is great for entertainment and it's it's a good thing for people. Just you know, everyone has a shitty life a lot of times, right? So having those pieces of entertainment in your life is really helpful. It boosts your mood, it gives you a smile, and that is really impactful and and cool as well. But the fact that they're willing to go into these serious topics related to veganism is amazing. And, you know, a vegan podcast and a vegan platform is not going to reach anywhere near the amount of followers that these mainstream entertainment platforms will have, right? Because our world is not, uh, you know, consisting of human beings that are really trying to make the, the planet a better place and really think about these uh, serious topics a lot of times. Most of us just want to sit down, uh, watch Netflix, smoke weed, have, you know, Burger King and chill with our friends. And that's how society is right now. And, and there is nothing wrong with like, you can't blame people for um, doing it because that's just how it is. So I think it's a really good idea to support these non-vegan platforms and really try to applaud them and acknowledge uh, the good work that they have done when they do include vegan guests on. And uh, even if you don't agree with them or they say something negative, it's still important that they are open to including uh, some of these guests on because, you know, any pub like publicity is good publicity. And, you know, just supporting vegan people and vegan channels and vegan companies, it it's good to support them, but we also have to create the demand outside of the vegan bubble. And that is a really important thing, I think. And uh, a lot of vegans really forget that and they just close, them, close themselves off from the rest of the world and just surround themselves with other people that have the exact same mindset as them. And that's not gonna create change as quickly as uh, getting out there and influencing people who have no idea about the information that you know and made you go vegan. So I think that is, um, uh, the main points that I wanted to discuss in this video and I think just to finish it off it's amazing uh, to see more and more documentaries come out about the vegan topic it's good to see that the vegan movement is growing day by day um, and uh, you know not only people are going 100% vegan more than ever but more people are open to this flexitarian approach where they're including more and more plant-based options and uh, choosing a mock meat sometimes rather than just the, the real uh, animal beef and that kind of stuff. So it's a really good movement. And, you know, despite uh, what people, some people on the internet are saying, the vegan movement is growing and it is going to continue to grow until the day that we die 100%. There is no way around it because it just makes so much sense. And, you know, it's not about perfection. It's not about going all in and seeing a vegan world in 10 years. It's not going to happen, but we're definitely going to see a huge shift within the next 30 years or so. And I'm excited for that because, first of all, I think that I will be <laughs> popular finally when I'm 50 years old. I think I'll be popular uh, online. And I think uh, the vegan topic will be way more mainstream and uh, these influencers and people online will be uh, you know, creating much bigger impact uh, and reaching way more people because it's going to be so, uh, you know, socially accepted and so many people are going to be interested in it. Uh, so, you know, I'm looking forward to the time when I'm 50 and killing it. Um, I'll be continuing until then so you guys can see the whole journey, but uh, it's fun. It's just fun. Like, you know, for the last four years that I've been involved with this, it, it's, it's evolved so much. Like, you know, back when I went vegan, I didn't know what vegan was. I'd never heard about that. 
Um, and now, like, even my grandpa, like, you know, old people here in Norway know what vegan is. They hate it, but they know what it is, which is amazing. It just shows how much awareness uh, can happen in four years. And just imagine what another 30 years can, can do. So uh, great stuff. Uh, really enjoyed uh, that Logan Paul was willing to do that. I really enjoyed uh, the fact that he is going to give the vegan lifestyle another go and actually keep ethics in mind this time. And I think um, that if it does it correctly for the purpose of uh, athleticism and building muscle and, uh, you know, supporting his active lifestyle, I think he's going to crush it. And I just hope that he gets the right help uh, that he needs to realize how to do it properly. Because I know for a fact, after coaching thousands of people, that it is possible. It's not um, something, it's not, you know, rocket science. It's, it's pretty simple. Once you know what to do, it's easy. Um, so yeah, great work, uh, Logan Paul and team. And uh, fantastic job, James. Uh, you're doing an amazing job for the movement. And you're still one of the most effective activists out there in my eyes and so many others. So thank you for your work. And thank you to everyone who's listening who is open to, you know, looking at these issues and trying to do something about it. Um, whether it's a small step or a huge step, whatever action you decide to take is important and will help. And, you know, don't ever think that your actions don't matter because it always starts with you and you cannot live on this planet without affecting another human being. So keep that in mind. You do matter. Your actions do matter. So let's stick to this and uh, try to make this world a little bit better together. Anyways, thank you so much for listening or watching. Really appreciate your support. Let me know what you thought of the podcast. Or if you want to check out the James Aspie Logan Paul podcast, the link will be uh, in the show notes or the description box below. So thank you so much. Let me know what you want to see next. Any topic ideas would be very much appreciated. So yeah, that's it from me. Thank you. And I'll see you very soon. Peace out. Talking